The time is 9 o'clock and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM. Hello and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Friday, September 29th. On today's show... So there's always this sort of creative dialogue that occurs between musicians in the present and what we and the music, the, the the written down music that we've received and the treatises and the instruments from the past. Sackville Early Festival of Music director Linda Pierce will join us to talk about what's on offer for this year's festival and how musicians of today bring life to music written hundreds of years ago. That's coming up shortly, but first some news and information briefs. Deanna Cadman was named Citizen of the Year in a ceremony of the, at the Fall Fair last week. Cadman is the Program and Special Events Coordinator for the town and has worked in the Sackville Recreation Department for more than 30 years. During the pandemic, Cadman was known as Granny D and shared recipes and baking tips with residents over video chat. Cadman is also known for finding clothing, household items, and more for new Canadians, those who may have fallen on hard, hard times, and anyone who asks. Mayor Andrew Black and MLA Megan Mitten were both on hand at the Fall Fair opening ceremonies where Black presented the award to Cadman. Citizen of the Year is chosen by town staff after a public nomination process. The town of Tanchamar will be taking over a new street in the Kenridge subdivision just east of the Sackville Water Tower. Berman Street is about 190 meters long and crosses Meadow Lane. Town engineer John Eppel told council that Beal and Inch has been working on the road for the past couple of months. The contractor developer has completed that work to our satisfaction and the street is ready for takeover. There is some remaining work to be done to completely finish the, the street. They're allowing for a bit of settlement, so there's paving that will happen next year along with shoulder gravels and a phase three um, retention pond for stormwater that is to happen. There is an irrevocable letter of credit to cover those three items, and we have received that. So provisionally, the, the street has been accepted, and it is ready for takeover. So there is a recommendation that Council accept takeover of the street. The Kenridge subdivision is being built in phases by Beal and Inch under a development agreement with Plan 360 and the Town of Sackville. Council will be asked to approve the takeover of the street at their meeting on October 10th. The town of Amherst is taking on a $500,000 project to address capacity issues in its storm and sanitary sewer systems. A release from the town says that in February of 2022, a combination of heavy rainfall and rapid snowmelt caused significant flooding throughout Amherst, affecting two specific portions of stormwater infrastructure. That identified the need for improvements, says the town. The town will contribute $150,000 to the project and another $350,000 will come from the province of Nova Scotia's Sustainable Communities Challenge Fund. The money will go to complete a stormwater management study for the town and then perform upgrades of its stormwater and flood risk mitigation infrastructure. Now for today's feature interview. The Sackville Festival of Early Music kicks off a series of three public concerts tonight with L'Harmonie des Saisons at the Brenton Auditorium. But the musicians have already been busy this week in local schools and at Mount a, engaging young musicians and music lovers. 
The early music festival celebrates medieval, renaissance, and baroque music through performance, educational outreach, masterclass instruction, and amateur workshops. CHMA spoke to festival director Linda Pierce to get the lowdown on this year's on this year the 19th season for the Sackville Festival of Early Music. It's already been a busy week with the Sackville Festival of Early Music. What what's been happening this week? This week we've had uh, uh, quite a bit of educational outreach activities. So we've had Lamini de Saison, uh, the ensemble that will lead us off with our first public concert on Friday night. They've been engaging uh, in local schools. So in Sackville and also uh, with Systema NB in Moncton. Um, and they've been performing um, educational programs which talk about the instruments and teach about this type of music and, and give some kind of, uh, you know, applied hands-on experience with the instruments to students. Um, and in addition, they've uh, offered a, a colloquium, like a lecture recital at the university on Wednesday. We have them uh, sort of perform and talk about the music making and about cornetto making. <laughs> the conversation ranged from instrument creation to performance practice styles. And of course, they introduced the students and the community to our new uh, clop continual organ. Right. I wanted to ask about this. So this is yet another new instrument that yet you've you've brought into the Mount Allison Music Department. Uh, last year, you introduced a new harpsichord. Uh, so tell us about a continuo organ. Yeah, it's, um, it's an organ that is designed to be able to perform in four different pitches, So, which, is, which allows us, which opens up the repertoire considerably because uh, musicians um, across uh, Europe in the early 17th century and the 16th century, they played at different pitches, and so organs were built at different pitches. And this organ allows you... To, to switch between those pitches and also different temperaments, which are basically different tunings. And maybe you could think about different temperaments as being kind of like accents. You know, it gives, it gives uh, uh, a tonality a certain quality or color that it wouldn't otherwise have. So with this instrument, we can, we can access so much more repertoire and our students get to have that opportunity to learn about historical performance practice. Um, yeah, it's very exciting. Okay. And now the, the festival's, you know, public concerts, the concerts are going to kick off Friday night. Uh, tell us, you know, give us, give us what you've got on, what, you've got three concerts planned for the weekend. Uh, tell us what's on offer. Sounds good. Um, on Friday... Uh, the 29th um, at 7.30 p.m. in the Brunton Auditorium at Mount Allison University. Um, Lamini de Saison, a Juno Award-winning ensemble, will perform uh, music from their recent recording of Bach's concertos. And these are really rarely performed, and they're very, you really can't hear them in this part of the country played on period instruments. Like, I cannot think of a time when these pieces were performed on period instruments by such a fine ensemble um, here. So this is, this is terribly exciting, and I would encourage everyone to come. And then on Saturday, uh, in honor of um, the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation, we've invited Constantinople from Montreal uh, to perform uh, a project called Breathings, which was created in collaboration um, with uh, Mi'kmaq and Iqaluit uh, singers, a throat singer and uh, a chanter and drummer, who are going to perform um, 
the, together they're going to perform uh, indigenous music from different places in the world, uh, including uh, these on Turtle Island. And so it will be a reflective performance and, and quite different from what you're going to hear on Friday night, um, but nonetheless a really stunning performance, I hope. And then on Sunday, October 1st, uh, at 3 p.m., La Minute de Saison will uh, return with a, um, a performance of early 17th century Italian music. And here they use different instruments. So instead of oboe, Matt Genajon is going to play the cornetto, which is a, an instrument that he made himself. He's one of the world's um, foremost makers of cornettos. Um, and, yeah, you're going to hear an entirely different sound, and that's the concert where the organ will be used. And that's very exciting. Okay, yeah. So you're saying period instruments, and and uh, so basically, this is like getting to hear how how these pieces of music would have been played originally, basically. Yeah, I mean, I think we we tend to not claim that we know how everything sounded back then because so we say historically informed, meaning right. that. We're playing on instruments that look like these ones, and we've read the treatises that tell us how this music sounded, but understanding that we don't have recordings from that time. So there's always this sort of creative dialogue that occurs between musicians in the present and what we and the music, the, the, the written-down music that we've received and the treatises and the instruments from the past. And so there's this kind of collaborative space there. Um, where, where, yeah, a certain amount of imagination, but but really well informed um, imagination. Okay, is, uh, is unfolding. All right, um, Linda, what's how long have you been with the Sackville Festival of Early Music, and and uh, what inspires you about this festival? Okay, well, I've been with them since two thousand fourteen, which means I think this is my ninth year. And before that, Régent Poirier was the director for 10 years. So um, next year will be our 20th anniversary. Big hint that there are big things coming. Um, and we will celebrate this long trajectory uh, <laughs> that the festival has, has, uh, has taken. Um, what do I love about it? I love the educational outreach. I love the possibility to connect um, the experience of performed music with curricular uh, happenings in classrooms. So we often collaborate with faculty who are um, working on this period, but from a different lens. And then we, like literature, for example, and then we'll bring their class into the concert and they'll reflect on the use of English literature <laughs> in in music that was played during the time of Shakespeare or something like that. Um, and so I love that aspect of it. I also love the engagement in the schools. Um, so the educational mission is really important to me and to other members of the board, our, our president, Andrew Wilson, um, and pretty much everyone in the in the in the group, and then of course, I mean, organizing concerts to give pleasure to your community members um, is thoroughly uh, it's a good thing to do. <laughs> so, so yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of positive energy around this festival. That's Linda Pierce, Man Allison Professor, musician, and director of the Sackville Festival of Early Music. You can find out more about the concerts, which kick off tonight at Manet's Brunton Auditorium, online at sackvilleearlymusic.com. The festival concerts are this weekend, but one project of the festival will continue throughout October, a community engagement project called Aliotti Now and Then, 
saw recordings of three unique versions of a piece of music written by a renegade nun from the 16th century, Raphael Aliotti, combined to create musical installations in various spaces in Tantamar this month. The installation will travel through the Marjorie Young Bell Conservatory, the Fog Forest Gallery, the Mount Allison University Chapel, the Sackville Visitor Information Center, and Marshview Middle School throughout the month. More details are available in the program booklet for this year's Sackville Festival of Early Music. That's it for Tantamar Report for this Friday, September 29th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And now the weather. Today, mainly sunny. Fog patches dissipating late this morning. High of 21, UV index 5 or moderate. Tonight, partly cloudy. Fog patches developing late this evening. Low of 7, except plus 4 in low-lying areas, risk of frost. Tomorrow, Saturday, mainly sunny. Fog patches dissipating in the morning. High of 22, humidex 25, UV index 5 or moderate. Tomorrow night, clear, low of 8. Sunday, sunny, high of 23. Sunday night, clear, low of 8. Are you a single individual who lives alone and is struggling to find housing? More low-income working people will now be eligible to apply for the Canada-New Brunswick Housing Benefit Program. The program has been expanded to help single individuals who live alone by providing short-term funding to help make ends meet. You must have an employment income between $12,500 and $50,000 to qualify. Visit gnb.ca and search for Housing Benefit or call 211 for more information. Did you miss that show? You can visit our on-demand section to hear the archive just minutes after a show airs, or you can see the playlist at our playlist selection under music, all at chmafm.com. All right, and that was the local weather update and a few local announcements. It's 9.14. I am your host, JC, and I will be rocking with you until 10 a.m., You are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Up next, Smiles Displaced by Joshua Van Tassel.
Was Emily Kahn with Parallel. I am JC and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Now, how about I update you on a few local happenings? Take part in date night tonight at the Main Street Baptist Church located at 20 Main Street in Sackville. Join other couples at 7 p.m. for games, desserts, fellowship, uh, and teachings that will enrich your marriage. This month's topic is sleeping together. If one of you or both of you is a poor sleeper, um, you both suffer. 
This session will discuss ways to improve your sleep. To register, email msbc at bellalliant.com or call 506-536-2464. Also, there is a Sackville Legion open mic tomorrow afternoon. Saturday afternoon um, at the Sackville Legion uh, and every other Saturday starting September 30th, which is tomorrow, of course, uh, join others from 2 p.m. until 5 p.m. for toe-tapping tunes from local talent. The cover charge is $5 and there is a 50-50 draw. Call 506-536-7555 for more information or visit the Legion's Facebook page at the Sackville Legion. All right, and up next, 13 Silver Dollars by Coulter Wall. It was a cold and cruel evening sneaking up on Speedy Creek. Found myself asleep in the snow One or two odd reasons I ain't too proud to repeat For now we'll say I had no place to go It was a rustle and a humming Just a hauling down the street I drew myself up from my icy bed Painted on that shiny car The letters R-C-M-N-P Feel a little aching in my head And then I jumps this old boy About twice the size of me He asked me for my name and where I dwell and I just looked him in the eye And sang Blue Yodel number nine He didn't catch the reference I could tell and Then the old familiar click And the handcuffs bind and grip he should have left me in the snow where I lay He just laughed and touched his gun and turned to me He said, son, I bet you don't own a damn thing to your name Well, I got my help John B. Stetson Got a bottle full of baby's blue-burned wine And I left my stash somewhere down in Preston Along with 13 silver dollars in my mind Well I got my health My John B. Stetson Got me a bottle full of baby's blueberry wine And I left my stash somewhere down in Preston Along with 13 silver dollars in my mind Hi everyone, my name is Leo from Blooms and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick.
like you knew it was wrong Tell me just one time What I knew all along I'm on your side, on your side Long delay If you don't call me I might lose my mind Can't keep concentrating On all the worry I find So just let me abide I'll end in my Was Long Blue Light by Canadian Leif Volebeck. The time is 9.28. I am JC, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Up next, we have a four-time Canadian Folk Music Award nominee, Sarah Jane Scooton, with her song, Crocodile Tears. told me that you were cold-blooded come and over when you go for the kill i hadn't noticed the banks had all flooded just as the waters run 